Hi, and welcome back to Hope Restored Lessons from the Storms. Thank you so much for subscribing and liking us on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. We also appreciate you sharing us with your friends. Today, we'd like to talk about a difficult topic, not necessarily what we normally do. Normally, we discuss a a time in our ministry where we can go back and tell a story and relate that to how God has been working in our life and encourage you toward God working in your life. But today we'd like to address a, a different topic. Our world is in complete turmoil and chaos. I find it incredibly disturbing that at every turn of the radio dial, the, the social media, television channel news shows that we are being bombarded with fear and chaos. We have a pandemic, we have riots, we have a very, very contentious election coming up. We have people that feel that the government is forcing them out of their churches and hindering their rights. We have people that just don't care about any of it at all. We have people within the Christian community that are polarized whether or not they should even wear a mask. Well, what we'd like to do today is we'd like to say, stop it. I don't know a nicer way to do it. Just stop it. Stop fighting and arguing. None of this is productive. This does not achieve God's will. Here's God's will. He does all things. God does all things for his glory. Was the latest meme you posted glorifying to God? Was that discussion at the water cooler about so-and-so and what they did glorifying to God? Was your rant at the TV set where nobody else could hear but just you glorifying to God? When you refused to wear your mask and went into the store and it caused fear from an elderly person or somebody else immunocompromised because they saw you without a mask, was that glorifying to God? When you wave your hands and scream and holler about your rights, is it glorifying to God? I'm going to say right here and right now emphatically, this is not a rhetorical question. The answer is no. None of that is glorifying to God. What's glorifying to God? Glorifying God means putting God first. Our relationship with God first. Understanding that this world is going to hell. There are people all around us going to hell. All of these signs that we see tell us that the time is short, short, short. We don't have much time left. And these people are going to hell. And if that doesn't break your heart, check your heart. Maybe you're going to hell too. If we fully understand the cross, the death, resurrection of Jesus Christ, what he is asking us to do, what he has done for us, all these people will be a concern for us. Their souls will be a concern for us because they are our brothers and sisters. We share ancestry all the way back to Adam and Eve. 
We shouldn't be joyous about somebody having a hard time or going to hell. We should look at all people and say, wow, they need Jesus. Not a whoop outside the head. They need Jesus. I say all these things and, and I sound angry and I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm frustrated. I feel as though we are not accomplishing God's tasking for us. We are not doing what is honoring to God the Father. So I'd like you to look at these verses with me. Get a pen and a paper and, and pause this, this podcast and then and restart it when you're ready to write. But write down these verses and pray about them and read them yourself over and over again. Meditate on these. First verse, I'd like you to go to Isaiah 55, verses 8 through 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than yours, and my thoughts than yours. God's pretty clear. He's incredibly clear. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He he gets it. He sees all of it. We see a piece, a very tiny piece. Do you trust Jesus as your personal Savior? Trust him. Trust him. Believe in Jesus Christ, rely on Jesus Christ, and cling to Jesus Christ. His ways are higher than ours. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8. It is the Lord who goes before you. This is Moses speaking to Joshua. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Our world is a very scary place. But we have God. It's just like Moses said to, said to Joshua. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. What does God have for you? I'm not talking about a new car or a bigger bank account. I'm talking about spiritually. What does God for you have for you? Eternity with him in heaven. He has for us right now the ability to live in a relationship with him on this earth and to do his will and to be part of his family. Grab on to that. He paid such a price for our privilege to have it. Psalm 73, verse 26. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. No matter what. Sickness, pandemic, riot, elections going the way we don't want them to go, uprisings, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. God is in control. He is our portion. We need to be looking to him, not our government. God is our portion. God will provide for us. We need to put our full, full trust in him. How about in Philippians where it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. 
There's the answer to being anxious. There's the answer to being worried. Press in on your relationship with Jesus Christ. This is what he wants. He wants to be at our center, not on the periphery. Not, oh, oh, and by the way, we ought to maybe pray about. No. God, I'm frightened. God, these things scare me. God, I worry. It's okay. Tell him. Finally, I just want to conclude with Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. We believe that God exists. We believe. Believing is not just the act, you know, a, a saying with our mind, oh yeah, God exists. The devil does that. He's not going to heaven. Believe. Believe in Jesus Christ. Trust, fully trust in Jesus Christ and cling to Jesus Christ. Our world should revolve around him. That's what it's saying. Today, I want to challenge you with that. I really want to challenge you. Press in on your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. He died for us. He rose again, and he's offered us the free gift of salvation. Take it. Take it now. If you have already taken it, share it. Share it now. You don't have to be a graduate of Bible college or super smart or anything. Your witness could be as simple as, I don't know what happened. I was blind, but now I see. The best testimony is a changed life. What has God done for you? So much. So much. How has your life changed since Jesus has entered your heart? Since the Holy Spirit has been helping you to become more like God? That's all I have for today. I just want to really encourage you in your walk in Jesus Christ. If you have questions or comments, please write us at podcast at hoperestored.org. If you want to talk more about what does it mean to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, please write us at podcast at hoperestored.org. Thank you for liking us on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. We'd appreciate it if you would make sure you subscribe, uh, either on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube, and tell a friend. And until next time, blessings. Blessings.